festive things and monsters. We got our Christmas juice, holiday juice, our Yuletide juice. Yuletide really. juice. Um, happy Yule. The happy, yeah. Yule is uh, December 22nd this year is the day it falls on this Sunday. So get your dead Party. corpse trees, decorate them, uh, get your wreaths, which stand for the circle of life. We probably should have looked up a lot of Yule stuff. I should have looked up more Yule stuff. I thought I knew it more off the top of my head because I actually did look up Yule stuff. Oh. Most Christmas traditions are actually Yule traditions. Right. Fun motherfucking fact, this is Corn of the Macabre. We're here to ruin all of your traditions. <laughs> Score. Anyway, <laughs> Yule is a great holiday. You know what? I'm just going to pull it up. Just so yeah, just I don't so I don't speak out of my ass and fuck something up. Ass speaking is the worst. So it's to celebrate the winter solstice. The winter solstice is a different day each year. And Yay, this stars. year it's on the 22nd. Boop, boop. Basically, it's to celebrate like a new year and it's to make the winter time less depressing for people. Cool. I, See, that's something I can get behind. That's how I've always viewed Christmas. January is the worst year. Worst year. Worst month of the fucking year. Because Christmas is over and I have nothing to look forward to other than warm weather. And I hate it. At least Christmas gives me something to feel happy and look forward to. Not this time because we go into the mountains to ski and have a party. Yes. Except this time, absolutely. <laughs> We're going to kick that January. depression's ass. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so for me, I like Christmas because it gave me this warm, glowy feeling. That honestly didn't really have much to do with the actual holiday. It was more of, like, the decor made me feel nice. I liked the trees. I liked the whole feeling of that time of year. And then mm-hmm. once New Year's happened, it was dead. Everything is dead. Everything is over, and it's cold, and I fucking hate it. That's what the winter solstice gives See, me. See, I'm like, January is a new year. Brush it off. Get away from all this nonsense. Y'all are being ridiculous with your Santa, yeah. and you're spending money, <laughs> and your lights everywhere. There's too many. It's different for each person. Yeah. Some people love January. Some people love December. Some people hate December. Some people love January. It's just... But we should all love Yule. <laughs> should all love Yule. You got your evergreen wreaths and boughs, mistletoe, holly, and ivy. You say boughs? Yeah, boughs of holly. Bows? Or is it boughs? Boughs? It's B-O-U-G-H. Oh, it's boughs of holly. So here's this guide that we just now found. Forgive us. <laughs> Harvest a yule tree in a sacred way from a tree farm that practices sustainable agriculture. Or if you can, or intuitively, select a tree. Set up the yule tree in your home and decorate it with lights, sun symbols, and other images. I imagine sun symbols is where the orb of ornaments came from. Probably. Probably a sun symbol. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Also, the white, the, sun. the white and yellow lights. Yeah. Praise the sun. <laughs> Actually, fun fact, it's a Dark Souls holiday. We didn't Woo! know. Have fun with that. Hope y'all like Dark Souls. That's what we need to do. We need to cosplay Dark Souls. Each yes. Year. That's how we do Yes. This. We'll just be uh, Solaire. There Praise we go. The sun. Praise the sun. He's the only guy in that entire game series who's happy. <laughs> He's like, I'm having a great time, guys. Anyways, it's a time to reflect on blessings of joy, renewal, and well wishes as you decorate your tree. It's a time to realize the year and seasons are ending, things are dying, and things will be reborn anew again. And it is okay. Because that is a circle. That's the, that's the thing. The wreaths, circle of life. Things die, but they will regrow and be born. You will die, but you will give to the earth and nutrients and things will live on. Like, that's just, that's what wreaths represent. Here we go again. <laughs> Pretty much. 
Candlelights represent the sun. A lot of this holiday represents the fucking sun. All those lights on your tree, all the candles you burn, they all represent the sun. The light and warmth that it gives you. The happiness it gives you with its vitamin D. Yeah. <laughs> Checks out. And the fact that plants can't grow without it. Mm-hmm. That's another thing you want to look forward to because guess what? Winter doesn't really have sun, so we're just trying to stay it's, warm. I feel like this and is not be depressed. The worst. Is it just me, or does it feel like this year it is getting way darker, way faster? Yeah. Right. It is so dark all the time, dude. It's insane. But also, it might be because like this is your first official full year in Georgia. Where yeah. like in Florida, I feel like the seasons don't get as dark. Maybe. Like, like, you guys still have, like, the time change the way the rest of the country does, but I feel like it's still always brighter. Maybe. I don't know. To me, winter has always been a dark time. Yeah. And this time of year, like, this next week, is the shortest days of the year. Mm -hmm. Like, Christmas is one of the shortest days of the whole year. Hmm. Which kind of sucks. For some. For some. (laughs) (laughs) So, lights represent the sun. Fun, fun fact. Uh, turn the lights back on to symbolize the birth of the new solar year. So basically, after the winter solstice, you turn them off and then turn them back on for the new year. Uh, turn them off. Turn them on again. Come on. Uh, Santa has a lot of pagan roots. Actually, some of the things I'm going to talk to you about, even though I'm talking about monsters, gives roots to Santa. So that's fucking fun. Oh, me too. That's exciting. I'm glad we Wait, all... Wait, no, never mind. Krampus, not Santa. Krampus is the opposite of Santa. He's my Santa. Um, so <laughs> there's a lot of other pagan roots of winter solstice sacred gift bringers, including the goddess Holda, if you want to look her up, because guess what? I'm not talking about her because she ain't no monster. She's a goddess. And there's holiday foods. Ham is a big one. I do like ham. When Santa was a woman... Oh, 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 Goddess Holda when Santa was alive. Yeah, oh. Goddess Holda existed before Santa. Um, a lot of the gods of seasons and in uh, various pagan traditions, they're all goddesses. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. And then the patriarchy came in and was like, fuck you. Men you don't have a penis. run our holidays. I, I don't see on this list, but I know telling scary and ghost stories is a big part of the winter solstice. I mean, it has to be with all the fucking... It is, with how dark it is and sitting around a fire, the old fire, and wanting to tell stories. Gosh, I'm trying to remember the importance behind it, but it's also, like, it's a spooky time. It's like camping. It's awesome. So really what you're saying is we should have a second Halloween. It's kind of what it is. It's like second Halloween. God, why but do you we have get, that? But you get toys instead of candy. No, well, I just want ghost stories. Well, you don't want toys? Depends on the toy. Hey! hey. Um, <laughs> let's just get into our shit. Just know that ghost stories is a thing you do during the Christmas time. And all so right, you want to you, wanna, go, you oh, go first? Okay, I want you to go first. Okay, so I'm gonna talk about Frau Perchta. Yes, I was hoping you'd talk about Frau Perchta because I didn't do her, and I want you to do her. Yeah, uh, I I read like literally the first thing I saw was. There's a Yule witch who cuts out your insides and replaces them with garbage. And I was like, oh, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Up and her. And my choice has been made. So why does she do that? Uh, Well, I'll I'll tell you. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Um, So she's from Austrian and Bavarian tradition. And she became a little... She has another name that's Frau Birchta, which is just a little 
different fun fact uh but it was popularized by the brothers Grimm, mm. and uh the birchton name was yeah yeah so that's yeah. where you might have heard that uh also she's associated with birchta the germanic goddess of abundance um but this goddess was demonized by the catholic church and referred to as a witch well the catholic church takes any and all pagan goddesses and anything and they're a witch (laughs) they're all witches and they're all demons yeah cool either way uh she's generally depicted as a crone dressed in (laughs) dressed in uh rags uh with a beaked iron nose oh i didn't know that yeah i always see like romanticized drawings of her but i don't actually know what what she does okay every single one that i saw was like it's basically like the depiction of your like stereotypical witch with like the warts and the raggedy Mm. old face maybe i'm thinking of a different person then because does she have like a knife she keeps on yeah yeah, no, so this is an artist I really like named Irene Horrors. Yeah. Who drew, like, a really pretty romanticized no version of her. I'm curious about this. Yeah, here she, uh, no, so there's the Yulka. Is that it? Yeah, uh, it's her. Yeah, so see, there's the iron nose thing. So the iron nose for her is a bird mask. That's cool. And then there's, That's and a cool so idea. Krampus is over here. This is the Yule Cat. Yeah, I love the Yule Cat. And then this is, um, where's, oh, that's Gryla up there. And then um, this is the Bifana. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely not this beautiful young woman that Irene Horrors draws, but everything yeah. she draws is beautiful. So okay. It would be impossible for her to love this cat, though. I love it so much. I want one. <laughs> I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post this image in the blog and credit her because she's such a great artist, and I love following her. Mm-hmm. And I just want you guys to see why I, in my mind, perched up was like this beautiful young witch woman. <laughs> no, she is most definitely not. She's pretty much the opposite of that. She has a beaked iron nose. Sometimes she carries a cane. But almost always, she carries a long, sharp knife that she keeps hidden beneath her skirts, which is what you were talking about. Ah, and that's what she uses to cut you open and then fill you with garbage with? Well, I'm getting there. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) So, uh, Frau Perchta is said to appear uh, the 12 days between Christmas and January 6th, the holiday epiphany. Mm -hmm. Uh, A Christian celebration remembering the revelation of God and the newborn Jesus Christ, blah, blah, blah. Uh, according, sorry, I can't help it. You're fine, you're fine. <laughs> according to legend, uh, if people work on her epiphany feast day, she becomes very angry. But, like, overall, she's somebody who hates laziness. It's just this one day in particular, everybody put your shit down and go to feast day and have fun. Um, and it's, like, still celebrated to this day. Okay. Um, Perchta would prefer humanity join together for a meal and enjoy each other's company. Um, before she visits their homes, uh, people will leave food out, such as porridge, as an offering to her. So, you know, yeah. Santa gets his milk, and Perchta gets her porridge. Like you do. Like you do. If Perchta doesn't get any offerings, or if a person was lazy any day, any other day of the year, she might bestow her wrath upon them. She has a special love for spinners. Spinners? Yeah, oh, like who work, yeah, like who work hard to make thread. 
But if you don't produce a certain amount by the end of the year, those who come up short are said to anger her as Wait, well. Wait, I'm sorry. You mean she makes she likes people who, who spin make, thread? They make the thread. Yes, yeah, spin oh, thread. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and if you don't produce enough by the end of the year, she gets real upset. And she thinks you're lazy. Someone's angry boss created her and was like, if you don't create enough thread, <laughs> right? this bitch is going to come after you. Well, I think everybody just kind of dove in on this. And they're like, oh, also she punishes you if you do this. You'll see what I mean. For those she deems good, though, she'll leave out a silver coin. And she'd even bestow um, good luck upon you. Those are That's especially said for people who produce a lot of thread the year all right well you know what if you make thread guys this is the girl to worship yeah if you leave a bunch of thread, <laughs> she'll give you she gives you good luck for the whole fucking year and a silver coin hell yeah yeah if she deems you unworthy however like if you forget to leave out a bowl of porridge or if you're a woman and your house is left unkempt <laughs> what i'm sorry so if you're not very clean yeah no she's very about cleanliness and anti-laziness so but in women Especially in women. God damn it. All right. See what I mean? Where I'm just like, people jumped on that horse real quick. They're like, but also this. Um, Here's a feminist character, but here's how she's actually not, because we've decided that she hates women if they don't have certain personality traits. Correct. If you're going to leave out a bowl of porridge, if your house is left uncovered and you're a woman, Um, if your flax is half spun and unfinished. So if you're going to start your flax. You better fucking finish that. You better fucking finish it. If you do these things, okay. Um, Frau Perchta is often referred to as uh, your belly slitter. And for good reason. According to legend, if a person doesn't complete their work due to laziness or has done too many bad deeds throughout the year, she'll use the long knife that she hides in her skirt and slits their belly open. She steals their guts. Nobody knows what she does with them. She just takes them out. And then she replaces it with straw or rocks or just straight up garbage. Amazing. Yeah. So finally, your insides come out your outsides. What a fun work ethic. <laughs> right? Yeah. You better work harder. I'm going to stuff you with garbage. Oh, my God. I bet you. I wonder if there's been people in the past who, like, acted as her as an excuse to, like, be able to do that to people. Like, this guy's a lazy fuck employee. He doesn't make my fucking thread. I'm gonna fu- cut him open. I'm fucking cutting him open and stuffing him with garbage. And the whole town is like, yeah, he he should have done Maybe it. Maybe it was this one person who just, like, by the end of the year, they had fucking had it. And so they would do that at the end of the year. And everybody was like, oh, my God, it happens every year around this time. It must be a monster. But really, it's like a person. I, yeah. Yeah, that's my serial killer theory. I like that. I like that she probably was just like a female serial killer. And back then they were like, no, no. it's a ghost Women creature. are too busy spinning flax. Uh-huh. <laughs> How keeping their homes No clean. woman could go around to all the houses and <laughs> slay your belly open no. and fill it with garbage. No, it's got to be a cryptid. It's a crazy witch. Ghost witch entity. I don't know why I keep throwing ghosts out there. I just, when I think of Christmas, I think of ghosts. And I really, I'm really going to blame the fact that I recently watched A Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. You've seen A Muppet Christmas Carol. No. <gasps> no. I will not. No, you don't understand. You know what A Christmas Carol is, right? Yeah. The story? Yeah. With the ghosts? Yeah. Okay, you don't understand how the best part of the movie is 
Michael Caine, who plays Scrooge. He went to the director when he was cast, and he goes, I need you to know, I'm going to play this like I would a very serious Shakespeare play. I will not act as if anyone is a Muppet. This is the most serious and intense role I will be playing. But just so happened to be surrounded by Muppets. Okay. And it's hilarious. And he did it. It's hilarious. Yes. He just went full in. He That's went awesome. full, full Scrooge, full angry, full like, I don't fucking care if you Muppet frog die. Like, <laughs> I'm not paying you shit. And honestly, the, the thing, the downside of A Christmas Carol to me, because like, it's about three ghosts visiting a dude and essentially making him feel guilty and showing him the errors like, of his way. Like, look at you, you suck. It's not just that he sucks during the Christmas time. It's that he sucks all well, the yeah, time. Yeah. And they're using Christmas time as a time to inspire him to change year round. Scrooged is a great movie, but it's a comedic version with Bill Murray. Oh, what? Yeah. Scrooge is a comedic version of A Christmas Carol with Bill Murray about the CEO who's like a, a shit boss uh-huh. and just gives everyone a towel. For Christmas. <laughs> He's like, people use towels. It's practical. Here is a towel. I mean, I would love that. I'd be like, oh, God, I need a new towel. Thank I need you. a towel. Thank you. What is wrong with a towel? Y'all people are getting fucking... In the movie, it's funny, though. <laughs> I like that movie. I feel like that one might potentially win me over. I've only watched one Christmas movie that I actually enjoyed. Which was which was it? The Holiday. <laughs> Okay, well, that's a big enough that's sidebar. That's our whole fucking beat. <laughs> that's a big enough sidebar on that. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I got really take, taken away. So, back to this garbage stuffing ritual. So... <laughs> back to the real tradition. The real nitty-gritty of Christmas. Perchta has also been known to use pieces of glass to cut the tongues out of children who lie. Yes! Yeah! That's what we need in this day and age. Where's our fucking tongue-cutting perch to? I'm going to dress up as her for next year. I wonder if that... Yes. Okay, so remember when I told you... Originally when I wanted to go to Hallmap? Yeah. I wanted, wanted to, to be, be perched up. Yeah. Oh, you wanted to be perched up? Yeah, Frau perched up. Oh, okay. I wanted to make the romanticized version. I saw that Irene Horrors drew, and then you would be a Krampus. But I wanted now to Now we're going to switch that. Yeah, I wanted to do a snowy version of Krampus where it was like white fur mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That could also be a Yeti. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. It, Everybody's going to be like, oh my god, Frau perched up. And... Uh, Yeti? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that still works, though. Kind of. Right? Are Yetis Christmassy? Fuck that's it. Like, that's how I feel. It's snow. If there's snow, it's Apparently, Christmassy. people dress up as Jesus for Hallmat, so... Dress up as whatever you want that's yeah, winter time. I guess. Cuts out times with kids who lie. And as you do. As you do. And she sets fire to Spinner's half-finished work, so if you've been working on this fucking thread for a long ass time and you don't finish it she's like not nah, get it up and let <laughs> she is every cosplayer's worst fucking nightmare <gasps> oh my god can you imagine if she came around dragon con <laughs> oh my god we all our houses would burn to the ground all of our costumes are half finished we don't even wear them finished like the whole fucking they're all Burn down. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> funny. Oh my god. 
Oh my god. I didn't I had no idea she did that. I didn't realize she was into the spinster lifestyle. Yeah, she's like really that. into it. She's really into it. She's Which, like, I'm I mean, fucking so or die. And here's the thing though, she's really particular about her thread for somebody who wears a bunch of rags. Yeah. Right? She doesn't even have great clothes herself. Maybe that's Maybe that's why. Yeah, she's holding it against you. She's like, look, I have to live in rags, you don't have to, and you're in a fucking abomination. Yeah. Or maybe she's just waiting for somebody to, like, create something so perfect that she can throw away her rags. And wear it. And look like Irene Horror's version. And be beautiful. She's like, I just want to look like this. Why can't you guys do this one thing for me? Irene Horror's version of Perchta is... I had a phone at one point. Did I put it somewhere? I don't know. I showed you... The world. Yeah, I sh- no. no, I showed you the art. Oh, it's right here. It's right here. Um, it's under my butt, and I didn't feel it. No, like, like literally, it's like this beautiful gown. Yeah. With a bell, a fur-lined, like, Also, she cloak. has hooves. She's got little hooves. Why does she have hooves? I have no idea why she has hooves. So, Frau Perchta, or Birchta, previously known as the goddess in Southern Germanic paganism as the Alp, in the Alpine countries, her name means the right one, Perchta seems to have a dual nature. She is alternately described as kind or violent, and physically as wizened, old, and ugly, or a tall, beautiful young woman veiled and clothed in white. Oh, I see. Okay. So the days leading so up to the So she's like winters, a Gemini. Yeah, she could be a hag or a beautiful woman. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, the days leading up to the winter solstice, Perchta would enter homes and search for the good kids who would receive a small silver coin in their shoe. Is this in your stuff? I said silver coin, but I didn't say shoe. Bad kids would have their stomachs slit open and innards pulled out and replaced with stones and straw. Yep, there you go. So, or yeah. garbage. Or garbage. I like, their idea. I like their idea of her taking your garbage outside and just dumping it in your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> like, here you fucking go, you ungrateful I feel like that's, fuck. like, for the worst of the worst. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so one last thing I'm going to say about her, because I think this part is kind of cool. Right. Um. She was associated with the Wild Hunt, said to be like a leader of it. So, what is the Wild Hunt? Because I know what it is in The Witcher. I don't know what it is in pagan lore. Okay. Or belief. So she flies through the night sky, accompanied by her demic Perchton. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. She associated with Wild Hunt, flying through the night sky with her Perchton and elves and unbaptized babies. Um, and it's during the three Thursdays before Christmas. They basically just go on this hunt for people and, like, let, and she just, like, lets them do whatever the fuck they want to bad people. She's like, yeah, fuck them up. Unbaptized people? Unbaptized babies, specifically. Mm, but- so imagine, like, a fucking, oh, that sounds scary, a fucking bad, unbaptized child just walking in your room to fuck your shit up. Well, that sounds like it came straight from the Catholics who were scared of pagans. Oh, I'm sure. They're like, you don't baptize your baby, they become a monster. Yeah, well, there you go. You know what I mean? For sure. I like, mean, that, that, that doesn't sound like it was originally part of the belief system at all. No, but this is the creepy part of it. Like, that came later. Right. This is the later part, for sure. Um, <clears throat> but she's said to be a leader, and so the last three Thursdays before Christmas, you'll hear sounds of thunder and wind roaring, Frau Perchta leading her wild hunt. Also, her demonic Perchton are basically a bunch of Krampuses. Amazing. They're all, it's just like a horde of Krampuses going around fucking shit up. Fuck yeah. There's a lot of creatures who fuck shit up around. Yeah, I love it. So That's fun. I like that. Yeah. And then I have, yeah. 
we'll get to that. You got some, okay, so your facts about Krampus. So mine isn't super long, but it's about Icelandic culture Ooh. and their paganism. And so cultured. So mine is about Gryla and her whole dang family. So here's the sitch. It sounds like she has a big one. Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> so I originally started writing this on the 13 Yule Lads because I have never heard of the fucking Yule Lads. Gryla, I've heard of Gryla as a witch who eats children. I didn't know she was a holiday monster. In my opinion, Gryla is one of those like classic like witch in the woods eats kids. Kind right. of a lore. Right, like a Hansel and Gretel yeah. kind of witch. Okay. Yeah. Um, she's a troll. They're mm-hmm. all trolls, it turns out. <laughs> so I'm going to start off. Are we all? I know. <laughs> so I'm going to start off uh, by first making a fun mention as I was looking up the Icelandic traditions and celebrations. Because Iceland has a lot of really fun, unique traditions they still uphold that have like very intense pagan ties to it that I think are really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but one tradition they have that I just like, they call now it the Christmas Book Flood, or it's called the Yola Bokoflof. I'm sorry, the, the what? The Yola Bokoflof. I love it. Um, what that means is they make sure everyone gets a new book to read for Christmas Aww. time. That's and cute. I think that's really nice. That's really sweet. So a lot of new books get published and come out during the Christmas time so that people can go out and get a new book to read. And they'll also donate books and do book drives and all kinds of stuff. Oh. And have like little festivals around getting it's books. Like, it's like a celebration for imagination. Yeah, it's it's nice. And I think that's nice. But uh, the things that are not nice is everything else I'm going to talk about. Oh, okay. So the Yule Lads, which in my opinion, my humble opinion, I think it's where the inspiration of Snow White Seven Dwarves came from. Interesting. The Yule Lads are also called Yolas Vinyar, and they are from Dimmelborgir in North Iceland. So the eve before December 12th, everyone who believes in the Yule Lads will put a shoe on the windowsill and keep it there for 13 days. So there's 13 Yule Lads, so each one will visit on each day, and so that's 13 days leading up to Christmas. Starting on the 12th. Mm-hmm. Some people will say it's 12 Yule Lads, but the original is 13. And I also have a theory. It's where kind of like the 12 Days of Christmas tradition mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. Because these kids get 13 days of gifts if they do oh, this. If okay. they're if they're good kids. Right. If they're bad kids, Ooh. not the case. So they get? So for good boys and girls, the Yule Lad will leave candy and sometimes toys in their shoes. Mm-hmm. If not, the Yule Lads will fill their shoes with rotting potatoes or sometimes just kill the kids. Well, this depending, is obviously the Christmas tradition I'm going to be. Depending on how on. bad they are. Right. It's like rotting potato or death. Or death. <laughs> so that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's like got to be really fun for the parents too. Like, so the God Yule- damn it, Stephanie, you're heading straight towards death. I swear to God. <laughs> so there's a lot of kids today and people today who will still celebrate the Yule Lads, but the whole death thing they've kind of brushed away because in 1746, P- 
parents were officially banned from tormenting their kids with monster stories about particular winter creatures. Oh. That's how intense it got for, uh... I mean, that the does Icelandic sound... kids. It does sound pretty traumatic. It became, I like... Know. I mean, that is... If I was a parent and my kid was being an asshole, I would absolutely be like, if you're not careful, instead of toys, you're gonna get a whole lot of death so, under your tree. Like, I don't... So it's illegal for parents to torment their kids now in Iceland with, like, Krampus and shit. Well, maybe, maybe it just... You raise stronger kids. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, that's a lie. I know! Oh, no, Kelly! Oh, no! Kelly, this is what you get for not having the Christmas <laughs> spirit. I was immediately... Oh, my God, it's all over there. Look at the chairs red. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Oh, Kelly. My okay. pants are red, too. Just step off. Yeah. Just step off. I'm going to go grab it. Just grab a towel. Grab all the towels. This towel? This is a white towel. No, don't grab that towel. That towel's not the one. <laughs> oh, God. That's hilarious. I'm sorry, guys. We'll be back. Hey, guys. Uh, we got wine everywhere. Like, that's fun. Just sit on the... Sit on the towel. towel. Yeah, yeah, sit on the towel. I don't know how, but it luckily didn't hit my white sweater. Yeah, actually, that's great. God bless. It also didn't get on the carpet. Oh my god, it didn't? No, it's It's because my ass soaked up mostly. Like, it's not on the floor. That's awesome. So. Good fucking shit. Yeah, those are your new pants. Hope you like them. <laughs> They're nice. <laughs> uh, shockingly, Walmart. Oh hey, for real? Yeah, they have like this. They're stepping their game up. They are. They are. They're like we're not. Get, we're tired of Target always outshining us. I mean, let's be real. And they were cheaper than Target, so like fuck yeah. yeah. All right, I'm moving this table for everyone's safety, including the carpet. Yeah, sorry, I moved it forward to be able to move the light. Yeah, because I went to go. I think I went to go cross my legs or something. And I just knocked it. And I just went. <laughs> Woof. All right, well guys. Then. Oh, I didn't even pause the... Well, I'm editing that later. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so you lads might kill your kids. That's really fun. Um, they just feel a lot creepier because in 17... I like how it was in 1746, Iceland was like, enough is enough, guys. And I honestly think there might have been murder surrounding that. I don't you think know, so? I don't know the history, but for a country to ban, ban it, yeah. Like, that sounds like something really serious happened. I They wouldn't just do it for... No reason. Either right. that or, like, a kid grew up who was, like, super traumatized by what his parents said and was like, all right, no more, we're done. Or, like, a lot of kids Yeah, probably, that. honestly, that wouldn't surprise me. So, the you lads, they all look like Santa. Mm-hmm. They all have white beards and, like, the whole shebang jolly look, but they're all fucking evil. Okay. They're, like, mis- mischievous Santas. Um, they all have a nickname very similar to the Seven Dwarves. Their nickname is related to a character tree that they have. But there's 13 of them. So, and here are the 13 new lads. We got Stubby. Yeah, they all got stupid-ass names. Oh, I'm so excited. Stubby, the short one, steals pans to eat the fried bits stuck to them. Because he's gross. They're all gross. <laughs> They're all gross, by the way. Sausage Swiper. Sausage Swiper. Hides in the rafters of your house and steals sausage meat when no one's looking. I specifically have to put sausage meat because there's another guy who also steals meat. So then there's Sheep Coat Clawed, 
He plays in ravines and harasses your sheep. And then Gullygawk steals foam from buckets of cow milk. Okay. Uh, spoon licker. He licks spoons. <laughs> He's my favorite. Spoon licker. That's spoon it. Spoon licker. He just, he licks spoons. And when I have an image to post for you, like I have an image, I'm going to pull oh it for my you. God. And it's literally what he does. He licks. He just licks spoons. He licks Does he spoons. do it in like a, like a um, menacing way? No, he just licks he them. He just licks them. Okay. Hold on, I just, they're hysterical. Where is it? There he is, here he is. It's well, oh, like no, it. he is doing it in a menacing way. He's like, ooh, I'm going to lick your But this spoons. is, so this is Stubby. Oh, Stubby looks this happy. This is Spoon Licker. This is Goldie Gook. And this is Sheep Coat Claude. Yeah, so Sheep Coat and Spoon Licker. Spoon Licker looks. Are looking the most devious so spoon, far. Honestly, you'll see this on the blog when I post it. Spoon Licker looks like if Krampus and Santa had a love child. Yeah, and he loves spoons. <laughs> but just really fucking loves spoons. Um, so uh, Pot Scraper, also known as Pot Licker. He steals unwashed pans and pots and licks them clean, and that's the one who has the stack. Well, I mean, at least he's useful. I mean, licking isn't it being clean. Licking ain't clean. They don't have dishwashers. Oh. Maybe you wash them and he licks them. See, that sounds more menacing to me. And you think they're clean, but they're not. They're they're just covered in his gross saliva. Yeah. All right, so bowl licker is that guy, similar to pot licker. He steals bowls of food from under the bed, which apparently back in the old days. You just threw your food under the bed? Icelanders used to sometimes store bowls of food there. Actually, I can't judge them. I think I I guess. I would like eat in my room, which I wasn't supposed to do, and then I would hide the bowls under my. Yeah. I guess I can, I mean, we all did that. I actually, there's this YouTube mom who has this channel about, like, you know, her being a mom, talking to other moms, and it's pretty popular, and she has this whole episode about how she was putting her kids' laundry away, and she just found plates upon bowls upon cups in her kids' rooms under the bed, and then she was like, I'm gonna look in the drawers, and they were in the drawers! No! And she was like, Why? Why? Bring it to the kitchen. I don't get it. They're all <laughs> empty. <laughs> She's like, I don't understand. How much fucking dishware do they have? Apparently a lot. Sounds like it. So bull liquor, yeah, apparently that's a thing. I guess they uh stored I mean that's how you get ants. Let's be That's how you get ants. That's absolutely how you get ants. So door slammer, he stomps around and slams doors, keeping everyone awake. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Oh, he's like, I don't get to sleep because of y'all. Y'all ain't gonna sleep because of me. Wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah, that's him. But as a uh, Yule lad. I love him and I hate him. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're like small or normal size. They didn't really tell me the size of them. In my mind, they're like dwarves and gnomes. Well, yeah, because they do sound a lot like the seven dwarves. But I don't... I think they're actually just full-size dudes. I mean, that's Like just, Santa. They're cuter if they're Which small. is terrifying. Yeah. So then there's Skier Gobbler, which Skier is a type of Icelandic yogurt. And so he eats up all of your yogurt, which I guess was a common thing to have in the household. Okay. Window Peeper is a fucking Whoa. creep. 
He likes to creep outside windows and sometimes steal stuff he sees inside, and I think they're babying us with that description. I think they absolutely are. I think he's, he's a, a peeping Tom. He's a big old fucking pervert. Yeah, he's pervert. Yeah, so pervert he can peeper. He can fuck off. Peeping pervert. Uh, door sniffer. He has a. He big also old... sounds like a pervert. Well, he's got a big nose and he steals your baked goods. So if you make baked goods and they smell real good and you're a shithead. So he breaks in. He's going to break in. They all break by, in. By sniffing your door. It still sounds perverted to me. He's gross as shit. Yeah. No, he steals your baked goods. And then there's Meat Hook, which is this dude. Uh-huh. And he uses a meat hook and he snatches up any meat left out, especially smoked lamb. Okay. Well, he makes me less uncomfortable than the other two. He makes sense. I get it. You leave I your understand. meat out. I'm like, I get that. I will take it. I w- I'll take it. I'll use my hand, but I'm getting it. So then we got Candle Beggar, and uh, he steals candles. Okay, well, which, maybe his house is really dark. Which at the time, well, here's the thing. In Iceland, um, it gets really dark in winter. Candles are very important to keep around, so if they get stolen, you're in the dark. Yeah. It's a, it's a so tragedy. it's very inconvenient for them and very yeah. profitable for him. Yeah. So Did anybody ever look into the candle sellers in that town? Don't just say. I mean, that's fair. Just so there's thirteen brothers, and they have a mom, Gryla, and their dad, um, Lepaluthi, Lepaluthi. I just can't read that. So their dad, Lepaluthi, and then they have their pet cat. My favorite. (laughs) The best part of this. Love it. So Gryla. In a way, she's a scorned woman, honestly. She just, she's a cannibal, as they all are. Oh, okay. Because they'll all eat kids. They'll all eat people. They all much prefer children. Is Gryla, like, an inspiration for Hansel and Gretel? I want to say so. Yeah. But I can't know for certain. Because Hansel and Gretel is a... Uh, Grimm's brother's story. That's the thing. Is like they've they seem to be pulling a pulling pulling a lot from the old characters. Yeah, just so a it lot makes of sense it does they make took sense. Gryla, and we're just like it absolutely does. Hansel and Gretel. Here's the thing about Gryla. Gryla, who's also known as the Yule Witch, mm-hmm. she's a scary troll mom. She's a big old troll. They all they're all trolls. Better pay the troll toll. If you're all sicker than the boys hole. <laughs> <laughs> She has the ability to to detect when children are not behaving. I can't fucking read. I'm sorry. (laughs) She has the ability to detect when children are not behaving all year round during the Christmas time, Yule time, winter time, whatever you want to call it. She leaves her home in the mountains to hunt the naughty kids and makes stew out of them and eats them. Because kids are her favorite. So she goes all in. She will also eat men who misbehave. Oh, I like but her. But her favorite is kids, but she okay. will, she'll eat men too. But I didn't see anything about her touching women, so upside, I guess. Okay, so she's more of a feminist. Yeah, according to legend, there's never a shortage of food for her. No, of course. She's always picking up naughty kids. So Gryla and her husband, Lepaluthi, he's also known as the lazy husband, because let's be real. He fucking is, and he sucks, and you'll learn why. Okay. So they are both cannibals, like most trolls. Okay, probably because she was bringing him the children, and he was just eating it. You'll see. Okay. And they mostly preyed on children. Um, so the word Gryla is used in the Starlunga saga um, about a giantess 
like a female giant. Right. Or an ogress, which causes terror and danger. And an old poem about Gryla describes her as having 15 tails, and on each tail, she had 100 balloons, and every balloon contained 20 children. It contained them? Yeah. She She put kids in balloons and then attached them to her tail. Yeah. 100 of them. Yeah. On her 15 tails. Yeah. 1,500 children. I didn't say it made sense. On her tail. I'm just saying what I read. <laughs> so there's other descriptions of her that... That's a strong-ass balloon. ...aren't like that. Uh, so other descriptions of Gryla say that she had 300 heads and three eyes on each head. That seems like too many. It's way too many. Another account says that she had bad nails on each finger, eyes in the back of her head, and horns like a goat. The ears dangle down to her shoulders and are fastened to her nose. What? So her ears dangle down and they come up and are fastened to her nose. Is it like a nose ring? Yeah. But like with ears? Yeah, like so the ears are really long and they come down and then she like has them them like pinned to her nose. Her nostrils. I'm not one to judge. That could be look, that could look pretty cool. It could look really cool. Her chin is bearded and her teeth are like charcoal. And these are just various types of looks for Gryla. No one can seem to agree on what she looks like. Everyone does agree, though, that she's really ugly. So is it, are these all separate descriptions or are they all one? They're all separate. Okay. Okay. So the one that has 15 tails is its own description. And 1,500 kids attached to it isn't the same one that has 300 heads because that seems like a lot going on. No, it's not the same one. I think the 300 heads is supposed to be a weird explanation for how she can see all the kids, but it doesn't make sense because that'd have to be magic anyways. What if she just had 300 eyeballs? (laughs) I mean, that's a lot of eyeballs. (laughs) Maybe just switch it. 300 eyeballs on each of her three heads. She sees everything. I mean, 300 times 3 is 900, so that means she has 900 eyeballs. Yeah, she sees everything. Like, that's a lot of shit. Maybe she has some really long-ass necks. Maybe. Maybe. So, in my opinion, I think Gryla's husband is garbage, and she she should have left him a long time ago, because let's be real, he is her third marriage. Okay. The other two died of old age. Oh, so he decided, I'm going to date someone who's immortal this time. Well, no, they're not immortal. They're trolls. Oh, oh so okay. she decided to get with a younger troll now. Okay, she's a cougar longer. troll. No, no, she's not the cougar troll. She was young, dating older. Oh. Right, and so her past husbands—they had some kids. They grew up and went off, and then the husbands died, and she was like, "I'm too young to be marrying that old. I'm gonna go for someone around my own age." Oh, I got it backwards. I thought... Yeah, no, I got she you. She was her... Okay. Yeah. 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 So, she's with... L-l-l-l-l-l- forgot his name. <laughs> his name is... What is it again? Uh, Lepaluthi. So, she Lepaluthi. got with Lepaluthi. And in stories, he is actively noted as not as ugly as Gryla. He is a more oh. attractive troll than her. She's just noted that fucking ugly. Yikes. Together they have the 13 Yule Lads. But according to the folklore of John Arneson, there exists a poem describing 19 of Gryla's children. So it seems that they've had about 19 kids together. That poor woman. She just gives birth like... They just fall out. They just fucking fall out of her. <laughs> 
She's like, oh, well, there we go. I, There's I also, another one. I don't know how pregnancy works in trolls. Oh, that's Maybe fair. it's normal. Maybe they have a stronger pelvic floor. Maybe they're eggs. I don't know. Maybe they're eggs. I don't know how trolls I work. I didn't even consider that. Yeah. Maybe they give birth to litters. Maybe. that's That seems likely. Maybe all the 13 lads are a fucking litter. They're all a litter. They're all a fucking litter. So, uh... Um, oh my god, that's Gryla? Yeah. And then that's her husband. Oh, I have my. photos. And she's looking at the photo. They're pretty rough looking. Oh my. Yeah. So it looks like she continued to have more kids after the first 13, if you go off of the poem of... The 19 to 20 kids. Right. And Lepaluthi had a son out of wedlock called Scroger. Yes, sounds like Scrotum. Did she kill him? Uh, no. But Lepaluthi is a shitbag in my opinion. So he had a son by a girl who nursed Gryla while she was ill and bedridden for a whole year. So... Lepaluthi couldn't take care of Gryla and their big household while she was sick, so he hired this girl so called Lupa. So he hired Lupa. the nanny and then fucked her. Yeah. And then while Gryla got better from her illness, she was fucking furious to find out that Lepaluthi had a kid by Lupa and drove Lupa and Scroger away. And honestly, she should have left Lepaluthi, but I also get, like, staying with the man you had 19 kids with. That seems like, like a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of, of that's kids f- to explain that to. That's a fucking lot. But yeah, no, so he's a scumbag. Mm-hmm. Fuck off, Lepaluthi. Nanny fucker. He's a nanny fucker. And he, not only is he a nanny fucker, he didn't hire her to take care of his kids. He hired her to take care of his wife. Yeah. Wife nanny fucker. Like, what the shit? That's, that's a whole other fucking level. Oh my god. Her first husband's name was Bully, and they had a lot of children. Bully was also a cannibal, like Lepaluthi. They had a lot in common. But Bully died of old age. That's it. There was another dude who wasn't as important. I don't remember his name, so sorry I don't have that info. But if you want to look it up, you're welcome to. Look at her hubbies. But Gryla honestly wasn't old. Like, though she had so many fucking kids. In the folklore of John Arneson, uh, she was 50 when she had her last kids. Which were two twins by Lepaluthi, and they died while still in the crib, which is unfortunate. So she would have had 21 kids, but the twins died, let's say. And then she was distraught, so she didn't have any more kids. So she had been having kids for 20 years. I mean, she'd been having kids since she was, like, 28, 30. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, so she was, like, younger when she was given, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that means her previous marriages were in her early 20s. That poor girl. Honestly, I, I feel for her. Yeah. Like, you know what? Eat the fucking asshole She's a kids. widow, and then her last husband cheats on her. Yeah. Like, she's a shit with the kids. With the wife nanny. They're all brats. They all torment people. Yeah. She like, can't control them. Like, God. I just, I feel for her. So, so tell me about this Yule cat. So, Gryla and Lepaluthi, they own the Yule cat. It's, <sighs> it's their family cat. God bless. Uh, Yule cat is also known as Yola Katurin. And they stalk the countryside, eating up anyone not wearing brand new clothes on Christmas Eve. Because they're all about fashion. It's a fashion cat. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. You're telling me that this big old kitty. Yeah. He eats people who are bad at fashion. Yes. Oh, but I love him so much. They have to have new clothes. 
Oh my god. Uh, it's like candy after my own. I want one. I know. I want one. I know. You have to be given new clothes on Christmas Eve and wear them on Christmas Eve and on Christmas. So, or else oh, the old cat will come after you. I'm telling all of my friends about the old cat so they get me new clothes on Christmas Eve. I mean, yeah. That's how you do this. So, Work the system, guys. Like, as a, as a lore, it sounds kind of classist. Like, you have to have new clothes. Oh, that's fair. You poor asshole. Yeah, they didn't have Amazon. But then. legend has it that wool farmers used to invoke the Yule Cat as a way to scare workers into quickly processing the autumn wool before the holidays. So, quick workers would get new clothes as gifts. Oh, and slow so then they ones. could avoid getting eaten by the Yule Cat, which you know it doesn't just kill you, it plays with you first. Right, yeah, obviously. Obviously. Just obviously. Like, I got this great image. Let me try to pull that up. There he is. <laughs> oh, he found you! <laughs> oh, he gonna get you! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you're not a quick worker, you just the slow ones, they just get eaten. Um, in alternate versions, the cat merely eats people's food, which is still something a cat would do. Oh, absolutely. But the cat's big enough, it's probably going to play with you and eat oh, it's you. absolutely going to play with you and eat you. It's going to play with you and eat you. That's how I look at my pho the day after I drink too much. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my little thing on Gryla and her lads, her shit husband, and their cat. I love it. And they're just a fun little family. They're my new favorite family, and I don't understand why they don't have a sitcom. Here's another... Hold on. Let me show you Gryla. Here's another thing of Gryla. <gasps> oh, that one's less appealing. She's terrifying. Yeah, she's less ugly and monstrous, too, which makes me... She looks like a demonic nun. She looks like a zombie nun. Yeah. Anyways. A zombie that's held together better than most. I'll give her that, but still zombie. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, that's rough. All right, so I want to hear your oh, Krampus facts. Oh, my, my Krampus facts. Okay, because some of them you'll definitely know. Yeah. Um, I dressed up as Krampus for my holiday card last year, and I'm really sad. I sent out all the holiday cards, and apparently some people didn't get theirs. Oh, no. So I'm going to try to send out more, more. to make up for it, because I feel really bad about it. But yeah, I did my own little research on Krampus last year when I did that, just because I wanted to. Okay, cool. So you'll know, know about a it. decent bit about this. So maybe yeah. you can probably. So I know, go into I know this. some. Yeah. Okay, so number one, this is gonna shock you. Krampus is a Christmas demon. No way. Yeah. No fucking way. I know. Had no idea. Hard to fucking believe. believe I it. can go into detail on that, but I think it's pretty. I know that there's Chris this Krampus carton, which is Krampus cards. Krampus carton. Which is Krampus cards you can give to people, like oh, Christmas they have cards. All kinds of stuff. So they have, yeah. like, yeah, I think that's another thing. But, like, uh, blah, 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 devilish figure, long horns, looks like Satan. Yeah, but he's going to be on a creamy card or reproduced in chocolates. Oh. Yeah, you can get Krampus chocolate. I want a Krampus chocolate. I would love a Krampus chocolate. I want a Krampus chocolate. Or a figurine. You might also encounter a procession of Krampuses stalking through the town, laden with bells and chains. Yes, they do that in Germany. Yeah, with like whipping them with bundles of sticks. They just walk around and whip. They're like, ha, ha, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, my, <laughs> my, my cousin, she's been to Krampus, uh, like, parades and walks in Germany, and I'm so fucking jelly. That and sounds like, like so much fun. The picture she took, she just sends them directly to me because she knows, and I'm like, Damn it, Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. That's so cool. 
Um, this one, okay, so December 5th belongs to Krampus. If you survive. It was the 5th, okay. Yeah. And it was around that time. So if you survive December 5th, you might get presents. Yay! Um, December 5th is Krampusnut. When Krampus reigns. In the real world, people might attend Krampus balls or young men from the local Kremp Goob uh, might don carved wooden max, max, masks, <laughs> cowbells, chains, and elaborate costumes to run through town as a Krampus law, which is a, which is a Krampus run. So there's a Krampus run, and sometimes you just, you just run around and frighten people. I just love this so much. I want to be part of it. According to legends, according to legends, Krampus will spend the night visiting each house. He might leave bundles of sticks for bad children. That would be fucking scary. That's like some Blair Witch shit. You wake up to a bundle of fucking sticks. I mean, only if you saw Blair Witch, I guess it would be I scary. did see Blair Witch. And I hated it. Like the original? Yeah. When did you see it? When I was 18. I feel like that kind of takes away from it. Well, there was no ending. No real ending. But he was looking in the corner. All scary-like. And he died in a cabin... And then there was nothing and no this explanation. This is an argument for another time. Okay, we're going to have a, a Blair Witch debate episode. We're upset. Found footage debate, whatever you want to talk about. We're just going to talk about the Blair Witch the entire fucking time. I mean... Oh my god, we should talk about found footage. I'm in a found footage horror movie coming out next year. What? Really? Yeah, it's been circling um, the circuit, but apparently it's officially releasing next year. Which That's cool. And I have a large part, and I cry and stuff. Yay. Ooh, it's I called, didn't know that was a thing. It's called The Nothing. Okay. And, um, yeah, it was made by a friend of mine. And so they cast me in it because I knew them in college. And it was really fun to do. It's kind of Blair Witchy. Okay. But I'm just not the person Well, I love those kind of things, so I'm excited for this. Yeah. Um, All right, so he'd leave a bunch of sticks for children, or he might just hit them with the sticks instead. Oh. So here's your bundle of sticks, you asshole. You fucking shit kid. Here's your bundle of sticks, you asshole. These are your switches. Yeah. Um, Your parents weren't a switch kind of parent, were they? I got spanked probably once in my life. Wow, you privileged child. I was just a very good baby. I wasn't. Yeah, I got spanked a lot. My mom, though, would never hit me with, like, like, so the thing is, is that I would be spanked, but it had to be with hand only, and it could only be by my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad wasn't allowed to. Oh, my dad would nor, nor did he want to. My, um. I was, like, just super sweet to my parents. But honestly, it was more like a pop than it really was like a spank. It was right. more like a humiliation thing versus like, you're in pain. Yeah. Kind of a thing. My mom told me growing up that her grandmother would make her go out and pick a stick. Oh, yeah, that you got beat with. For her to be beat with. And if it was, the thing is, is that you had to pick the perfect size stick. Because if it was too small, then you it had to get hurt. A, yeah. Well, if it was too wimpy, like, here's the thing. If it was too small, it would fucking hurt because it would, like, like whip you really hard and stink. If it was too big, it'd be, like, a blunt object. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, trying to find... See, I've heard different kinds of this where it's, like, if you don't get one that's big enough, like, if it's too small, yeah. then they make you go out and pick, like, a large one because well, you picked one that was too small. Well, I was told that sometimes if it's too wimpy and small, that they'll pick it themselves. That one, too. I've heard that one, yeah. too. Yeah. So... Okay, so he's going to whip you with sticks. 
he might toss them into a sack or basket on his back and then throw them into it or throw it into a stream. Or he might just straight up take them to hell. Just say, oh, fuck you kids. He can go to, he can take them to hell. He can take them to hell. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, it's so, Krampus has, like, a large arsenal. Some kids He's got long- his bundle of sticks that he can choose to, like, leave them for you because he has too many of them and he needs, he doesn't want to carry too many. He has a lot of kids to whip with them. Um, or he throws them in a sack and, or, and then throws them in a river. Or, yeah, just straight up, just skip the middleman, take them to hell. Honestly. Recruit them. Some kids belong in hell. I mean. The next day, though, is Nicholasstag, St. Nicholas Day. The same St. Nicholas, whose Dutch name, Sinterklaas, evolved into Santa Claus. In other words, it's time for presents. Day is... Uh, it's time for presents for all the ones who haven't been beaten, damned, or drowned. So what day is that? The 6th? I guess so, yeah. It's all on the same day? So, yeah. So December 5th is Krampus Day, and then the next day is St. Nicholas Day. So the 6th. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's like, if you make it through the 5th... You get presents the next day because it's St. Nicholas Day. And if you haven't been drowned and shit, that gives, then you get them. That gives a whole new meaning to Christmas Eve. If you survive Christmas <laughs> Eve, you get presents this on Christmas. This is why I feel like Christmas uh, horror movies are so appropriate. Have you seen the movie Krampus? I haven't. Oh my god, why haven't we done this? That is another Christmas movie that I love. Do you want to watch it on Monday? I would absolutely... Wait, am I here Monday? Are you I here Monday? Probably... The 23rd? Potentially, could Brendan join? Yeah, of course. That would be fun. Brendan can join. Anyone can join. I don't give that a fuck. I don't give a fucking shit. We could probably do that. We could have like a fucking movie night and watch Krampus. Ooh, I'm Any, on board. Anyone, it's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Anyone who isn't gonna get me banned can come join. There's a actually there's a horror movie I was recommended recently by someone that's about holiday monsters, and I was talking to them, and they were like, "If this is something you're into, you have to watch this movie." Rare exports. Oh, okay. Which does not sound like a Christmas horror movie, but mm-hmm. it is. And apparently it's about Christmas monsters. All right. Well, and it's really good in an indie film. And apparently- okay, well, Krampus has, um, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. What's the guy from Parks and Rec who's awesome? Leslie's boyfriend. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my and, God. Uh, and uh, uh, John C. Riley. Uh, Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam something. Yeah, what was the Scott, Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Adam Scott, John C. Riley. <gasps> yeah, dude, this I fucking movie is fantastic. I love John C. Riley. So it's a comedy. It's a horror comedy. It's I so fucking good. I love that. I didn't know that. I was it was so good. Anyway, that's it. We'll do that. So, <laughs> fact number 3, Krampus may be a monster, but he pals around with Santa. Hell yeah, he does. Originally Krampus was purely pagan creation, said to be the son of hell from Norse mytholo- Norse mythology. But he got grafted onto Christian tradition as a sidekick of St. Nicholas, similar to figures like Zwarte Piet in the Netherlands and Nick Rupt in Germany. Isn't Zwarte Piet the, like, black-faced guy? I, oh, I have no idea. Hold on. I know that there's one. You continue. I will look it up. Okay, so since the 17th century, the two have been linked in a sort of Christmassy yin-yang with Krampus as, as a St. Nick's dark companion. Costume figures of the two tr- traditionally uh, visit houses and businesses together on Krampusnacht. So they just, like, pal around and have great old time together. So here's where it gets... Maybe we're crossing some lines. Maybe we're just having a good time. You tell me. Okay. Um, it's hard for me to know the difference. Uh, Krampus revelers will hit, push, and whip spectators at their parades. Um... Maybe 
back in the day, but not anymore. So the Krampus of legend whips people with his birch bundle, which we talked about. Right, right. We're we're experts on that now. Um, but he's a literal demon. Surely a costume human Krampus partiers wouldn't engage in such violence, right? Nope. Here's a description of the Salzburg Krampusloff from a tourist who expected more costume buffoonery and came home with welts. So, the narrow streets of the old city section, this is the recollection, by the way, uh, the narrow streets in the old city section of Salzburg were packed with pedestrians at the Krampus stomped, as the Krampusai, sorry, stomped through. Many people were caught unaware and reacted with terror. Some would flee and try to seek refuge in a shop or restaurant, only to be pursued by a determined Krampus. Oh, hell no. With... So many easy targets, we again managed to escape largely unharmed. What a fucked up sadist. Right? At times, we were chased, jostled, and struck, but compared with the brutality we witnessed, it was obvious we had uh, been spared the full brunt of what Krampus could muster. Oh my god. Uh, the writer went on to say that in, uh, went to Krampus lofts in three cities and described savage beatings to people's thighs and shins, as well as Krampus chasing down and sitting on a teenager. But despite the fear and bruises, it's all in good fun, and hey, at least they aim for the legs. So... So they can, like, run up and welch you and bruise you and shit at these parades. Fuck that. I haven't actually heard of that still being continued practiced. I mean, this was a pretty recent article. So I guess it depends on what city you're in. Because yeah. holy shit. Um, they go all in. But I mean, I guess if it's something that you grew up with, it's like one of those things where you either know to avoid it, or if you go, you know what you're gonna fucking get. So, so maybe if you're a tourist, don't do that thing. So I do want to point it out. I looked it up. Zorte Pia is absolutely confirmed. Exactly what I thought is a black-faced. And he's associated with Santa? It's because it's Dutch. So here's the thing. If you've ever heard of Zorte Pia, a.k.a. Black Peter, Zorte means black. Pia is Dutch for Peter. Basically... Uh, if you've ever heard of it, it's probably been from modern-day blog posts expressing horror at Dutch people dressing up in blackface as Black Pete. Uh, Zwarte Piet was originally conceived of as a chained devil that St. Nicholas had tamed, tasked with whipping bad kids and birch rods. In the gentler version, he merely leaves bundles of sticks as gifts slash veiled threats for disobedient kiddos. So um, they kind of have their themes. Eventually, a 19th century school teacher described Black Peter as St. Nick's... What? No, 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 don't say that. It's bad. As racist, 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 racist. servant. And that unfortunately, that unfortunately stuck. No. They said that? Like, it's a thing that caught on and people would say, oh, no, Dutch people, no. So some Dutch citizens claim that Peter's black skin comes from suit and not from an African heritage. Okay, so why use that? Oh, So that it's actually a white person with soot on their face. But why use that term then? Yeah, it's a 
really controversial background, and it's not a fun thing. Yeah, that's that's racist as hell. It's gross. That's uncomfortable. I hate it. I okay, we're uh, so that's who that is. So when you said that, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's I'm what that was. really glad I didn't know anything about that. But now <laughs> I do, and I know to avoid it at all costs. Yeah, so and avoid Zwarte Piet, Black Peter, Black Pete. You don't want that. You don't, you, you don't need just, that. You don't need it. It's upsetting. Krampus is fine. Krampus is better. Krampus uh, isn't a person, right. It's a monster. It's All right. different. So, let's talk about an actual monster instead of people who are monsters. Let's do it. Krampus's appearance varies, but he often has one human foot and one cloven foot, which I actually didn't know. I thought they were both cloven. Oh. But if you Wait, pay Krampus attention. Krampus has two, has one cloven and one One hu- cloven and one human foot, which I didn't realize because I guess I was just paying attention to him being like a goat man. Yeah. But look at this. In a lot of depictions, he has one You're right. And one human foot. I did not with, realize like, that. Because you know how I, I wanted to add the hoof feet to my costume, mm-hmm. but just didn't. Yeah, well now you only have to add one. Well, then I'm walking lopsided. Well, maybe he walks lopsided. It's more authentic. Look, one of his knees bends backwards and the other one doesn't, so. That's interesting. I wonder why that is. I don't know. I guess because they're like, well, he's too monstery. We got to make him some kind of human. Um, I mean, <laughs> do we, though? He, like, well, kidnaps wait. and kills children. We're about to talk about uh, the costumes, though. The Krampus costumes at Krampuslofs are actually aesthetically varied. They may be res- reminiscent of devils. Bats, ghosts, uh, abominable snowmen, or something out of a Guillermo del Toro movie. Hell yeah. That sounds badass as fuck. Hell yeah. There are usually some kind of horns and hides involved, but there's also a lot of free reign because nobody can say what exactly it looks like. Krampus has also been a fixture in Austrian holiday greeting cards since the 1800s, where he's shown pursuing women or menacing children. On the cards, Krampus traditionally has a long tongue that sometimes lolls halfway down his chest ah. and, su- and sports one human foot and one cloven hoof. No one is entirely sure why. So I would be curious to go on like kind of a rampage and see how many human feet there are. Okay, we're in the final three. So number six, some Austrian households had year-round decor meant to remind kids to stay good or Krampus would get them. Um, which I think we know. We don't have to go into a lot of detail about right. that. You know, they had the birch sticks, and they had the figures, and they had the chocolates and stuff. They're just like, hey, remember him? It's that time. Be good. So, number seven. Krampus was once banned by fascists. Oh, okay. Between 1934 and 1938, when Austria was under fascist rule, Krampus was seen as a symbol of uh, sin, anti-Christian ideals, and social democrats. The newspaper of the Austrian Catholic Union called for a Krampus boycott, and the government of Linz, the capital of East Tyrol, forbade Krampus dances. East Tyrol? Tyrol. Oh. I wish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I, I would be like, what are you doing? Um, forbade Krampus dances and further mandated that all aspiring Nicholases must be licensed by the city. Really? Yeah. They also pledged to arrest Krampus whenever they saw him. 
Though it didn't rise to a level of uh, though it didn't rise to a level of ban in 1953, the head of Vienna's kindergarten system also published a pamphlet called "Krampus, an Evil Man," and warned parents that celebrating him could scar their children for life. Which, like, I get it. We know. Okay. I mean, here's the thing: we had the boogeyman. We had we had all kinds in the of closet. We had shit that our parents didn't necessarily even teach us. We just knew, knew about it. it. Like, I remember, so I went through this, tra- I'll never forget this. I went through this transition of, like, going from a small bed to a big bed. So what they did was they kept me in the small bed, and they built the bed frame, the big bed frame around it. They claimed it was because they were trying to get me used to it, and in my mind, I really knew it was because they didn't have all the components in order to put the bed there yet. Right. I think they just didn't have the mattress yet, mm-hmm. and box spring and stuff. But anyways, because of that, um, the mattress I had was on the floor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. between the bed frame. Right. And my brother came up to me and was trying to be a good brother, and he was like, you know, because your bed's on the floor now, like, you you crushed all the monsters that were under them. Like, they're all dead now. And I looked at him and went, there are monsters? I know that's not true. They're in the closet now. Ah! Yikes! I didn't mean for you to be a disturbed small child, but you are, and I don't know what to tell you about the closet. And then he was just like, I'm just gonna... <laughs> He's like, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> but yeah, I went through this whole thing where I was like... I appreciate the sentiment, Alex. I'm like four. I appreciate the sentiment, but I know they're in the closet now. I know where they live. Like, you can't fool me. Like, I think I know they're still fucking here, okay? And they're absolutely <laughs> here. How dare you? Don't treat me like a child. <laughs> <laughs> That's like literally how I felt. I was like, I get you're trying to trick me, but I know it's not true. And, uh, yeah, so I, I believe that all the monsters that were under my bed got a notice about eviction. And, <laughs> and they moved to the closet. They moved like, to the closet. Here we go. <laughs> so then, it. when I got the big bed, I'm like, there's even more real estate. Like, <laughs> they're all moving back. They're all happy. They got condos now. <laughs> um, all right. So this is actually what we were just talking about, about how, like, the crazy Krampus mask and how it looks so cool. Yeah. Krampus masks are actually valuable pieces of folk art. I Folk art. Folk art. The way you said it, and I've noticed this, I have done this as well as you when I'm editing. We have drunk enough wine to where, like, we'll say things kind of off and weird. What is Laura? Is we're that like, so that? you were like, yeah, it's folk art. It's folk art. <laughs> it's folk art. Folk art. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, so I'm win. here. I'm here to make sure it's folk oh, art. Oh no, we're folk art. Folk art. Because we're so classy. We're so classy. Um, so sure, you could pick up some plastic cords at a Tyrolean Target. Oh, oh, sorry, oh. I like that term. Um, but that's not really in the right spirit. Traditionally, the masks worn in a Krampus procession are made of wood, hand carved, which is exactly what I said. That was right. Um. Sorry. <clears throat> You're fine. <laughs> Made of wood, uh, hand-carved by specialist artisans. For instance, Ludwig Schnid made the masks for all 80 members of the Haming Krampus Gruge, and he's been making them since 1981. Antique masks often wind up in museums, either folklore museums or ones explicitly devoted to Krampus, which fuck me, fuck. I would love to, Let's yeah. go to a fucking Krampus museum. Um, so the towns of Kitzbühel and Stahlhofen 
both feature Krampus museums. Those are German. We're gonna fucking go there. <laughs> um, that collect old costumes and masks. And until recently, there's a museum in Schwitzschach as well. Where's that? Schwitzschach. Schwitzschach. Where do you see this? Schwitzschach. 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 It's Schwitzschach. It's Schwitzschach. Schwitzschach. Sweatshosh. 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 I added a U it's, where there wasn't. Like I'm dyslexic. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not a sweatshop. It's sweatshosh. I think it's shock. Sweatshock. Sweatshock. I should know German more than I do. I fucking don't. And I'm sorry, German family. I'm so sorry. I am not <laughs> She's as cool. let you down. I'm sorry. I'm not as cool as you all. Kitzbühel and Stahlhofen both feature. You did, you did. And there is a museum in Schwetzschach. It might be Schach. Schwetzschach. It might be Schach. I think it's Schach. It might be Schach. Okay. Schwetzschach. All right, here's our last fact. Uh, you can celebrate Krampus even in your, even if you're in the U.S. No shit. No way. What? Oh, my um, God. So, a fun little tidbit that I think is kind of fucking funny. Um, when I did my Krampus cosplay last year, some, like, social media influencer dude hit me up, and he was all like... I do YouTube. Can you do a quick little video about, like, Krampus and, like, your culture? Because he totally didn't know I was American. And I was like, I mean, I can, but, like, I'm I a, feel like it's not going to be that authentic. I'm us. American, so it's just what I've learned. And, like, I do have German family, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. And he was like, do it anyways and i was like okay but i'm pretty sure he didn't use it at all but yeah, it was, it was, he was pretty, just like i want a cute girl just it was pretty fucking funny because he seemed to like genuinely he seemed to just look at me and be like well she's not american and i'm like yes i am <laughs> yeah okay all right so you can celebrate in the u.s go figure go figure yay um, he's become increasingly popular on the site <gasps> what Kelethy. i th- i Kelethy. it's okay I don't okay care. to be fair a lot of it went that's fair. On my pants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Krampus has become increasingly popular. He's shown up on The Venture Brothers, uh, Grimm, Supernatural, The Colbert Report, American Dad. Um, there's Krampus-inspired horror movie that's actually called Krampus, and I love it so much. Um, and an increasing number of American cities, you can go to a Krampus party. Well, why didn't we have a Krampus party? Because... I w- honestly, here's the thing. When I started December, I was like, I want to have a Yule party, and I want it on the 22nd. And I thought about it, and I was like, the 22nd's a Sunday. A lot of people have work the next day. And I don't know if Angela wants to have a party after moving in. That's fair. I want to have a Krampus party next year on the 5th. To celebrate, to yeah. celebrate Krampus Day. Yeah, that would make sense. Krampus not. That would make sense, That's yeah. going to be my fucking Christmas celebration. I think. I've decided. So I just realized, I think Gryla is in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Ooh, I bet. Because uh, there is a witch who, yep, yep, she is. I knew it. So Gryla is a witch in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and she kidnaps children but instead of, uh, sometimes she eats them, but in the show she's advertised, she's shown as, uh, takes children and raises them as her own because she can't have her own. Oh. But there's a, there's some plot and stuff and whatever that is like, she might eat them. 
Maybe you'll get it. She'll get a new home. Maybe. But she's not. A, but Who she's knows? not a troll. She's a pretty lady. So they went with a different version. They she's with, still not. Well, she's not. They went with pretty lady witch. Yeah. Um. And they gave her kind of a different backstory, but there is a Gryla. Because I knew I knew that name. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's a witch. Yeah, here's Gryla. And she wants to take uh, children who aren't wanted. Huh. So children who are given up, not wanted, who cry, who need a mother. She'd she take them, and maybe she eat them, or maybe she make them happy. Either she raises them as her own, and they become, like, goblin troll kids or whatever. Or she... Yeah, put in the boy's hole. Or, um, she eats them. Right. Hard to tell. So that's a thing. Okay. Also, The Chilling Benches of Sabrina is very good. Still recommend. Okay. And I'm really upset. I thought the third season was out. It's not. But they are coming out with one. It is. All right. It is coming out with one. I just, I thought it came out and that I was behind and hadn't watched it. When it turns out, I'm not. And I have watched most recent stuff and i'm sad because the cliffhanger's real yeah well this has been fun this has been fun i think i found something about christmas that i like (laughs) and uh so pretty much um we still have our website up cotmpodcast.com and you can send us your own spooky story whether it happened to you your friend colleague family member childhood friend Whatever, I don't care. I want to hear your own spooky tales. And um, also have a Twitter account now. That's C-O-T-M underscore podcast. And our Instagram, which has always been up, which is uh, corn on the macabre underscore. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of all I have to say before the new year. This is going to be our last episode until uh, the week after the New Year's. Yep. So we will see you guys in two weeks. And keep it creepy. Keep it creepy. Bye, guys. Bye. Music by freestockmusic.com.